Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast with Mitch Haba and Colin Ward. Let's go and make the greatest movie ever! Yeah! All right, hammer! What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk! That's really not the case here. This is a great script. Look, here's the mic. Now you talk towards it. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. Hey, everyone! What's up? Welcome to... This is a live podcast. Isn't this crazy? Some of you are my friends. Some of you are sitting here being like, why are people sitting around watching a podcast? <laughs> but it's okay, because it's you can listen to it later. You can find us. We're, we're uh, called Woodwards. You can go to woodwardsdetroit.com. It's a blog page for sports and entertainment. And uh, we also do podcasts. So we're the Woodwards Filmcast. The best um, podcast. The best podcast. You know, we wanted to, we, we've been doing a podcast for a year now. This is actually our 50th episode for the film cast. <laughs> Woo! And we usually do this. We it's usually, the golden anniversary. It's the golden, yeah, it's the golden anniversary. Where's my gold, Kale? I, <laughs> we, you know, we might get some gold at some point. Okay. Um, <laughs> we thought we'd, uh, we'd, we'd do a podcast in front of people because it's, it's you know... It, it gets us on our game a little bit, but we also want to enjoy everyone's opinions on film. I mean, I always find that the worst part about going to a movie is that you go see a movie and afterwards you're kind of like, all right, what do we do now? We want to talk about it, but we kind of got to go. We can't loiter like we're 14 years old. So we want to do this every once in a while. We invite everyone to see a movie and come and talk about it. Um, this week we're going to talk about Captain America Civil War. Um, we'll get to that in a second. Like I said, this is the World Words Filmcast, your uh, Detroit podcast for uh, movie, TV, News and discussion. My name is Kale Davidoff. I'm here, usually in my bedroom, uh, but now we're, <laughs> we're, we're doing it in front of people, with my friends. <laughs> Colin Ward. And Mitch Hava. Me, Colin, and Mitch, we get together every week. We see a movie. We sit around and talk about it in depth. Um, usually we also talk about some TV uh, and film news, but uh, we're going to get right into our film this week. Um, like I said, we're going to do uh, Captain America Civil War. Some of you guys, I think, maybe got out of the 645 screening right now, showing, I should say, and uh, are joining us now to talk about the movie. We have comment cards here. If you have seen Civil War, write down what you thought, and we'll pick them out and read them. Um, just a show of hands, who has seen Captain America Civil War? Not everyone. More than half. Okay, that's, <laughs> but that's a lot and cool. Um, we're going to just give you our opinion. We're going to try our hardest not to, to spoil it. We will. We, we, won't. we might, gonna, but we're going to try our hardest not to. <laughs> um, real quick, let me introduce ourselves. Um, my name's, like I said, my name's Kale. Um, I work in movies. Um, I usually work in like film production offices as an assistant. And uh, recently, I just produced my first feature film. And last year, I decided to start this website and this podcast. And I wanted these guys are awesome for making my dream of doing a podcast come true like every week, which is crazy. I can't believe how uh, consistent we've been about it. Mitch, you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, uh, my name is Mitch Haba. Um, I don't know what you really want to know about me, but I also worked in movies for a bit. I've worked in TV, theater. Um, right now, I'm not doing anything related to film, uh, but this is the, this podcast. besides this podcast, of course. And uh, I'm also a improv comedian. So, Colin, sweet. Yeah, my name's Colin Ward. Uh, I'm a Sagittarius, I'm, uh, 26 years old, single. But um, I went to U of M Dearborn, uh, studied film and uh, journalism and communications there. Uh, I host trivia, bar trivia every now and then, which is fun. I see movies. Uh, sometimes I write for the Michigan Journal as well, uh, which is the U of M Dearborn newspaper. So Colin, you should be least nervous about doing speaking in front of a bar, right? I am. Like, you don't want to see what's, like, going on, like, below the waist, really. Like, I am, I am, like, pissing myself. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I talk Colin, we talked about this. I told you to keep it PG, all right? You know, we can say whatever we want in my bedroom, and only my roommates hear it, okay? Um, <laughs> uh, like I said, we have these comic cards for the Civil War. We want to know what you thought. Also, just feel free to interject. We want this to be, like... If you have an opinion on something, even if even if you haven't seen the movie and you're like, uh, Chris Evans sucks, then we want to hear why you think that. So just feel free to yell out stuff. Um, and also get a beer. This is Zane. Zane, put your hand up. This is your bartender. Yeah. Yeah, buy, 
buy some beer from Zane and uh, give him a tip because uh, he's uh, enduring this podcast. With yeah, he's got to listen to us. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not. Uh, Burke's got it. Um, so we're going to talk about Civil War. First, I want to, like, let's talk about like where the three of us stand in terms of like Marvel movies. Like, like Colin, are you a fan of Marvel movies? Have you seen all of the Marvel Studio films? You know, not, like, so for example, like X-Men doesn't count in that. The original Spider-Man movies don't count in that. Like, what, where do you stand with Marvel? I think I've seen every Marvel film. Really? I think, I really do think I have. Am I a fan? <laughs> I don't think I have. So you're not a fan. <laughs> am I a, am I a fan? Doesn't like, like him. No, I wouldn't say like I'm a fanboy. I haven't read any comics. I not particularly jazz on a superhero craze as well. Um, but I've seen them all. I enjoy them. I think they're great entertainment. Like, yeah. are they masterpieces of our time? I don't think so. But I go to the movies to be entertained. So mission accomplished. Yeah, so that's where you stand before seeing Captain America Civil War. You, you've seen them all. Yeah. You, they're fun, but you know, they're not, it's not like the greatest films ever. Mitch, yeah. what about you? What, where are you with this Marvel uh, craze that's going on in the, in the film world right yeah, now? Yeah, for the current Marvel Cinematic Universe, I, when Iron Man first came out, I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. So this has been a huge surprise, obviously. It, it basically runs the movie universe. Um, but... I haven't seen all of them. I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a huge fan, but every time I see them, I enjoy myself thoroughly. Like, the action's great and everything. Except for Age of Ultron, that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I've seen all of, except for Thor 2. I still haven't seen Thor 2. Which is weird. I like Thor. A lot of people don't like Thor 1. I liked it a lot. I think it's fun. Like, when he smashes the coffee cup in the diner, that's my favorite part of any Marvel movie, I think. Um, I've always been a big comic book fan. I mean, I'm not a huge... I haven't read everything. Like, I haven't read Civil War. Like, that's a, a comic book line that was very popular before this movie. And I've actually never read that. So I, I'm not, like, the craziest comic book movie, but I like comics. Um, I worked on Iron Man 3, so I have that little bias to me. Um, they they kind of brainwash you in a good way over there at Marvel, and I, like... It was a great experience working on that movie, so I was obviously Team Iron Man going into this. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I love them. We, we, on the film cast, we reviewed Ant-Man and we reviewed Age of Ultron. Correct. Quick, what were your opinions of those? <clears throat> I didn't like either of them. You didn't like, you didn't <laughs> like are, either of them. Those movie. are like probably my bottom... Uh, that and then Thor 2 are probably my bottom three Marvel movies. Okay, wow. Mitch? Uh, I didn't like Age of Ultron, but I really... I, I had an appreciation for Ant-Man, but I, all I could think of was how much better it could have been if Edgar Wright... Right, the original it. director, Edgar right. Wright. But it was dead. funny and entertaining, unlike Age of Ultron. Unlike Age of Ultron. <laughs> all right, so you hear what they like about and don't like about Marvel movies. We could get, um, we could get deeper into it, but we have an episode about them, so check Right, them out. right, check <laughs> those episodes out for Age of Ultron and Ant-Man. Um, we'd like to start off the podcast on the movie with just doing like our first like our initial reactions to it. Um, Mitch, what were your initial reactions to Captain America Civil War? Captain America Civil War. More like Avengers 3, am I right? <laughs> Nobody, nobody's responding. We'll get to that. Right. We'll, we'll get uh, to that. <laughs> um, I thought it was very entertaining. There was great action. It was also um, very thoughtful in its uh, themes and subject matter. Um, but I'm not sure... By the end of it, as much as I enjoyed it, I'm not sure if the events of the movie really had an impact on the characters like it wanted us to believe it did. Because there's, you know, kind of a scene and a shot at the end that kind of implies that, oh, we're all good. So not enough consequence, is that kind of what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, sure. There's no stakes. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Not to spoil anything. Yeah, not to spoil anything. <laughs> um, Colin, yeah, what, no. what were your initial thoughts? Well... This is one of the few times that we've had the podcast and we actually haven't like like felt each other's Yeah, I don't, views know, what, on I don't it. know what you guys think of this. So when Mitch, when you said that, I was like, yes, that's exactly my thoughts on it as well. I went into this and I'm a little burnt out on superhero movies, especially just coming off of Batman Superman, which was a test for me to <laughs> sit through and watch. But um I I I so I had my reservations going into this. And I liked it more than I thought I would. Um, I, I think the action is done really well, uh, especially all the, like, the resorting to um, more combat-oriented fighting, I think was great. Like hand-to-hand. -hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
fisticuffs. Which was kind of like, they did that a lot in the second Captain America movie, too. Yeah, though. yeah. yeah. Um, but it, like you said, Mitch, I don't think the events of the movie warrant the runtime for it. And uh, I just, it's one of those movies, and I think we'll get into this more when we discuss it and when we discuss the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole. It's one of those ones where I'm like, okay, I just watched everyone go through this. I've sat here for three hours in a movie theater. And where am I at with my characters? I right. don't feel that there's a dynamic switch in anyone, really. Um, but that being said, I think it has some of the, great, the greatest action in all of the Marvel movies. So I was entertained, yes. Um, Not enough it, character to you, Yeah, would it be cool? Winter Soldier for my top... Marvel movie, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. no, I, I would yeah. definitely agree. I liked Winter Soldier more than I liked this. Um, but, you know, there, there was so much hype going into this that I walked away kind of disappointed, mm. even though I still liked it. Right. Um, I'll say my first thoughts for this movie were, um, and if you listen to the podcast, you know I'm probably the, like the easiest going on movies. I try to see good in movies that sometimes are really bad. And I'll say that I, when I saw Age of Ultron, I was like, no, guys, this is fun. This is a real fun movie. And when I saw Ant-Man, I was like, no, it's like a superhero movie, but they're doing like an Ocean's Eleven thing, and it's kind of goofy, and Paul Rudd's in it, so you know it's funny. And those were, <laughs> and I, I do believe funny. in that. Like, those were good movies. But when I say this, I mean it. That I think, personally, Captain America and Civil War is probably one of my favorite comic book movies ever. Mm. I think that um, there's, there's not a bad thing about this, and I can't, I mean, you know, there might be things, I guess my best way to explain why I think that, like, I could also see why someone doesn't like it as much, is that I think it's hard to get away from the, like, Marvel has a problem getting away from the spandex, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Batman and, and, and Dark Knight, yeah, right, I mean, Chris Evans and spandex is not a bad thing, like, you know, Cheers. sure, great, um, but... I'm just saying that like, there's, there, Marvel has established themselves as like silly. So when they do something that's kind of a heavier tone, like, like this movie was, I think, in all aspects almost. I wasn't even laughing until the airport stuff, really, to be honest with you. Um, I think that uh, people have a hard time taking it seriously, maybe. But I thought that this was so well acted. I thought it was well written. I thought it was incredibly well balanced. They've got character this, characters in this movie, like, like Black Panther and, and Spider-Man, that like don't feel forced. And it's so like, incredible that Marvel, which was, like, the first movie besides X-Men to, like, throw 500 superhero characters in a movie and make it not seem ridiculous, they continue to be really good at that. And I think it's incredibly impressive. Um, and it also resonated with me. I think there's, there's political and social themes in this movie about America that are, like, maybe too subtle, but <laughs> I, like, had me thinking about them as I, like, four days after the movie, and I'm still thinking about them. And I saw a little bit of the film here at the 645 showing, and uh, it's still kind of weighing on me. So, I don't know. I can see why people wouldn't like it as much and, and see the, 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 maybe I'm taking it too seriously, but I can, I, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, what do you think this is, a DC movie? Yeah, what, what, what do you think? You're supposed to take it seriously? Um, <laughs> let's talk about DC, I guess, because, you know, this, move, this year saw Batman versus Superman, and then a month later is uh, uh, Civil War, which is basically... Uh, it's Captain America versus Iron Man. Um, so, you know, which, I guess, but the versus movie, right? right where, where superhero movies are now saying, we're not going to make a big villain. We're going to have the, the best superheroes fight each other, and that's what's cool about it. I mean, in your mind, we both saw Batman versus Superman and Captain America. Which one did it better and why, <laughs> I guess? Is that even a serious question at this point? <laughs> what do you uh, think, Mitch? Uh, Civil War, obviously. So did Civil it way War better. did... Like, Captain America vs. Iron Man was better than Batman vs. Superman well, for you. Well, it's not just that. It's everything about Civil War is better than everything Batman vs. Superman attempts to do. Yeah. Um, you know, there were actual character motivations and arcs in Civil War. We know why, we know why Captain America wanted what he wanted. We know why Tony Stark wanted what he wanted. Right. Whereas in Batman vs. Superman, Batman, <laughs> like just, no Batman just wanted... To kill Superman because, and Superman didn't even like think Batman deserved his attention, and then they all come together because they have their moms have the same name. Spoilers. <laughs> I did. You know, I'm sorry. I, we said we were going to spoil Captain America. We can't guarantee other movies. Uh, yeah, I didn't say. Let me tell you about Han Solo. Okay, <laughs> Colin. Uh, 
Um, Which yeah. Batman vs Superman, Captain America? Which one did it better? I, I, yeah, I, I absolutely Civil War did it better because because you actually knew why they were fighting. It did a right. It laid the groundwork for why they were fighting. I mean, it spent the whole you know first half of the movie laying that groundwork. Well, they and also they kind of spent the first like four, four to eight years <laughs> yes, of Marvel. Years. That too. I mean, you can go back and watch these movies, and Captain America and Iron Man have a little rift in ideology. But what was confusing to me was. And correct me if I'm wrong here, which I very well could be wrong. In Avengers Age of Ultron, it seemed like they were flipped. It seemed like Tony Stark was kind of like, rah, rah, rah. Like, we need the Avengers. And then he has a single conversation with Alfie Woodward in the basement of a lecture hall. And he suddenly has changed. And then Captain America changed to the other side, too. So that was a little disjointing, like disjointed for me. I but think, wait, am I wrong there? Well, Weren't think, they I think that a total all, opposite going in, into in Ultron, this? In Ultron, I think they're setting up the fact that Iron Man created Ultron, and it was a disaster, and it, and it harmed all these people, so that by the end of it, he's thinking, oh, man, this is our fault, this is my fault, and I'm responsible for deaths by trying to prevent them. But we got vision out of it. But we did get vision out of it. So I think like maybe you're right throughout <laughs> most guy. of the movie, <laughs> but at the end of it, you know, I think they try at least. I mean, you might not have seen it this yeah. way, but that that Tony Stark thinks that him creating all these weapons is ultimately a bad thing, because they just keep leading to right. more conflict. Well, he realizes that in the first one, first Iron Man. I mean, that's the whole theme of the first. He, Iron he Man. does, but he comes. He if you he comes even farther to like Iron Man three. He blows up all his suits except for a couple. Right. You know, he made forty eight suits or whatever, and so he, he blows them all up at the end of Iron Man three because he realizes spoilers. Iron Man 3. It's been a few years. I think we're all right. <laughs> that uh, he, he realizes that he's just causing more havoc by creating all the, the warfare. Or Yet like the, he's inventing new ways to put on his suit? Well, so there was that really... <laughs> but, see, but, but see, there was he that really... He doesn't watch that But now. there was that really <laughs> interesting... There's that interesting part in Civil War where he goes, he goes, I want to stop doing it, but I can't. Like, he's... And if you've seen Iron Man 3, it literally... He's like addicted to making suits and wearing suits. When he's out of the suit, he has like withdrawals. So I thought it was an interesting part in, in uh, Civil War where he goes, basically, um, I, you know, Pepper left me because I couldn't stop making the suits and wearing the suits. And then he goes, I thought signing these accords would, like, uh, it would balance it out basically. Mm. He's a shell of his former. Self. So he's trying to he's trying to kind of make up for it, but he's still got this addiction thing gotcha. to like I don't know. Maybe. He, no, okay. he does really like finding new ways to put it on, though. I, I will give him that. I, I did. I think, I think, too, that you know, Captain America does the versus hero thing way better than Batman versus Superman. And it's all for the reasons you guys were saying. And it's also because they lay out why they're fighting, like you said. But by the end of the movie, they do such a good job of showing you both sides and that they, both sides make sense. And at the end of the movie, I don't know who I'm supposed to be rooting for. Like, I'm rooting for both of them. And I think that's incredible. Like, that's really good storytelling. Forget superhero movies. Like, when you can create two heroes that have completely different visions on how they should go about saving the day, and they both make sense, and by the end of the movie you don't know who's right, I mean, I think that's pretty awesome. So that's what, you know. What a movie that also establishes these people as friends, although they have their differences. And at the end of, at the, end of the movie, you are legitimately concerned that one of them is going to kill the other. Obviously, you don't think that because you know that they're signed on for the next five movies. Right. But there's that, there's that consequence thing you were talking about. <laughs> right. Stakes. But you legitimately thought one of them wanted to kill the other. So, um, and that was intense. I yeah. like that a lot. Yeah. Um, I also just like the dichotomy. Like, you do, you, like in, is that the right word? In, in Batman vs. Superman, like, they're both kind of the same. Like, they both kill for no reason and they both like just want to like you know the ends justify the really means they're both really brooding yeah. and sad in this, in this movie I mean you've got like Cap who's like World War II America and you've got like Tony who's all like really a millennial point of view on American foreign policy almost basically which I yeah. really find interesting and I think that it's, it's something that we're kind of all well, from what I understand in the comics is their, their opinions and their stances are consistent However, it just seems like Captain America would be the one who took Tony Stark's side. Wouldn't it? I mean, like, oh, we got to follow saying, the rules. Right? Yeah. And I, I, I still don't know when that shift really happened in 
in their thoughts. Well, the, the, the part, there's a part of the movie where Captain... This is not a spoiler. There's a part of the movie where Captain America says that, you know, signing these accords, which means that basically, like, the UN will control the Avengers. Um, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> spoilers! Um, it's basically, like, uh, Captain America says, signing that gives us the right not to choose. Like, we don't have a choice in the matter anymore. <laughs> and I think that's a very, like... I don't know, an old-school American way right. of, like... It's also it's out, it's oh. it's also out of date. I, I find it funny. And it might be out of date. I mean, a lot of a lot of people our age probably believe that, and that's what Tony Stark I think stands right. for. Right. But and whether the you agree with it or history not. of the UN uh, an account, the, waiting for the UN to decide on whether a super the Avengers should act on something would take months. <laughs> so mean, right, right. That's what that's what Captain America says. And Captain America is like, if there's a bad guy, we gotta go get him. Right. We, we don't we don't wait for the rest of the world to decide. Yeah. Right. But I mean, personally, when I was watching William Hurt like deliver that opening speech, I was like, his demands aren't that like <laughs> like those are pretty reasonable. Like you right. you would think like he's okay. He's gonna chew up scenery and he's gonna be like the really pro like government guy from what Did we've seen. Did you think he was gonna be the bad guy? I at the definitely end of the movie? thought he was gonna be <laughs> oh, the bad yeah, guy at the end of the movie. He was a one note <laughs> one note bad guy. But it, so like this idea that like they can't have like a little bit of both like really like bugged me throughout the whole movie. Like it's not all just this way or all just this way. Like. Yeah. Can't they like just sit down and actually have a conversation? Yeah, just talk about like, it. Like <laughs> about like what can be done about this rather than, you know, causing millions of dollars I, of damages think, to an airport. They, but they, 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 they do talk about it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, and there's that moment where Captain has, Captain America has the pen. He's thinking about it. But yeah. I think that Bucky is the reason that it's like, it's clouding Captain America's right. choice well, there. But we'll, we'll get family. into that. We'll get into yeah. that. The only family left. I also think Colin, on your point about you think that Captain America would take this side. I think it's fascinating that in two of the three Captain America movies out there, in two of them, Captain America is running away from the American government. He's a fugitive of the American government. Which, look, it might, be, it might sound silly, but I think that's a little bit of like self-deprecating American commentary. I Probably. Not. I can get into that. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> This is deep. This is deep Marvel insight here. Yeah, no way was this movie created to like have that deep of a conversation. You don't think so? No. I, why would you think that? This is what I'm talking about. You can't no, get over no. the silliness of the TV, like the yeah. the, the the spandex and leotards. No, right. I can't. Um, I got a question. Was this more? And this might be better for people who haven't seen it too. Do you guys think this is more of a Captain America two sequel, or is it an Avengers two sequel? So is it Avengers 3 or is it Captain America 3? Yeah, 3. No. It's like a combination of, of both. They tried to do it. It'd have to be a continuation of Avengers. You guys have, has anyone here seen it? No, you have seen it. Yes. You, you both have seen it. Yeah. Captain You've Amer seen the posters, have you seen, right? Let me ask you, have you, seen, have you seen Winter Soldier, the second Captain America? No, yes. Natalie, did you, were you confused in this movie? Because you haven't seen the other Captain America? Slightly. <laughs> I was like, who is this yeah. character that they're yeah, setting? Yeah, then you don't know who Bucky is. Right, you don't know Bucky. Yeah, right. There's, uh, yeah. there's what's-her-face. The it's still a little confusing. Right. I agree. You guys, you, th you think it was more a Captain America sequel or an Avengers sequel? Avengers. No, I, I'm, they are the opposite, so he's... Avengers. We got, we got one Avengers. It's both. Captain America. No, Captain America. Right, so Adam, you think that, that because Bucky and, and his relationship moves the, the movie along, it's more Captain America yeah. sequel. Colin? Uh, Aiden? It's an Avengers sequel in the same way each of all trying to is an Iron Man it's, it's an Avengers sequel in the same way that Iron Man is an Age of Ultron sequel. Or Age of Ultron's Iron Man sequel. So it progresses the team more. Okay, right. 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 He is the main character. It follows him more than it follows Tony. Right. But but Colin, Colin, you think it's an Avengers ever? three movie? I think it's kind of like an Iron Man movie, personally. Really? You get the whole history backstory, but with his parents, let's, he let's has. Be careful I think, here. But, I think but, he has the most range being shown as far as emotion goes. 
I, I, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, is this a Captain America movie or is it an Iron Man movie? Did that, uh, did they, that, did that affect the way you, you liked the movie? No, because no. they're all just the same big mix of superheroes. Yeah. Mitch, what do you think? Uh, Colin brought up a good point. I, I would agree that it's, it's kind of a mixture of all three. I mean, the only difference is in Avengers, we should have all of them, like Thor and Hulk. And they, they kind of make a point of like, oh, where are they? We don't know. So right. yeah, that's why it's not an Avengers movie. But it does, like the main characters of this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe are Iron Man, Tony Stark, and Steve Rogers, Captain America. Their relationship is central to the entire universe and the entire thing. So, so I think it it should have just been called Iron Man vs. Captain America. Right, right, right. <laughs> Zane, our bartender, did you see the movie? All right, did you, would you think it was more a Captain America sequel or an Avengers sequel? Here, take the mic. I thought it was an equal balance of all three movies of Iron Man, Captain America, and Avengers because we get this introduction of new characters for the Avengers initiative. Yet, we still get back more background in Captain America. You know, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but he gets a background and so does, so does Iron Man. So it's, it's a, it was very balanced, I thought. Thank you. Well, I, th I thought, it w I was surprised about how much it was, it seemed like a Captain America 3. Like, I was surprised how much Bucky and, like, even Sharon Carter was forced into this to be, like, you know, the, 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 the well, I guess that's a spoiler. Is that a spoiler? I uh, still don't not, even not know who really. that is, so I, mean, I don't think she's so. She's a character. I mean, <laughs> she's old. Right, right, right. So I don't know. I, I was surprised. I would say that if you haven't seen Winter Soldier, this movie's a little confusing. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to see Iron Man 3 to understand this movie. No. Can you imagine if this is the first Marvel movie you've seen? <laughs> Because it'd be, it'd be like you'd be like confused as hell. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> a little. Yeah. I never thought of it. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> it would be, it'd be, it'd be, a, be a Christopher Nolan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, that would be that would be wild. And I think we can touch on this later, which is I what I think is a huge problem with the idea of creating a movie franchise based around the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Is these aren't like standalone movies. These are movies that are encompassing of of all and it's it makes it to me it diminishes the experience of going to see a movie when i watched you know christopher nolan's right, batman's right, movies right. it was an experience to go see them this one i feel like i have to have seen a previous one they're laying groundwork for teasing me right. with something that's going to happen later so it doesn't actually feel like a movie to me. It feels like a bridge well, it's like a to television show. something else. Right. No, exactly. And if I want to watch a television show, I'll but watch Daredevil. But, but, right. But there's, <laughs> there's something to be said with the way they produce it like a television show is why I think it's consistent at least. You know what I mean? Like the quality is consistent. And I think that's, they, they like go after, like Kevin Feige, the producer of all these movies, kind of is the showrunner of all right. these movies. Um, I, I think this is a good segue into my next question, which was before Avengers in 2012, it seemed like, like the big thing in superhero movies was the origin story, right? Like it was you would you would have a single hero movie, and they told you how that hero came to be. Now it seems like everyone's trying to do Avengers in the sense that even single superhero movies, even like you know Batman vs Superman, which is essentially a Man of Steel too, has all these other superheroes in it. Um, Ant Man has other superheroes in it. Uh, now Captain America has all these other superheroes in it. So we've kind of moved away from the origin story. And you see that with Spider-Man in this movie, right? He's not, there's no origin. You see that with Black Panther in this movie. There's no origin. I don't think we need an or, another origin for Spider-Man. No, we, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. Please, and God. I, I so think we're pretty familiar with how that, yeah, that and goes. It's a trend, and the trend now is they're all in all the movies. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously Hulk wasn't in this movie, but like, and Thor wasn't in this movie. But basically, like, when you go see a Marvel movie from now until forever, you know other guys are going to show up. Right. When you go see a, a, a Batman movie... You know, Superman's gonna make an appearance. So, I guess my question is, is that a strength for Captain America: Civil War or a weakness? And I think you're kind of saying it's a weakness. Definitely, right? definitely a weakness. You're, it's a weakness yep. because it, it's 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 not one movie; it's a million and ruins yeah. the actual movie for you. Yeah, and I don't I think we, I don't think we got enough time focused on Captain America, which I mean, to me, Captain America has never been the most interesting 
superhero to me. But you like, but Captain America's uh, Winter Soldiers are your favorite Marvel. Movie. I think those yeah. are more so with the how those stories were told. Right. The fact that uh, it goes both first, ways. first Avenger was a World War II movie that just so happened to have a superhero movie. And Winter Soldier was a 70s paranoia film that happened to have right. a superhero in it. Right, right. This was just a straight-up superhero movie with a lot of superheroes right. in it. Mitch, do you th- I mean, do you think it's also a weakness that there's all these superheroes in one movie? Well, I agree with... It's kind of both. It, this whole movie is just a, you know, balancing act. It, it's both a strength and a weakness, and a weakness in that you said, like, it's not... It doesn't stand out, really. Like, I don't think years from now we'll be like, wow, Civil War, like, that really... I really saw that and was like moved by it where like you remember how old you were and when you saw the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire yeah um so it's a strength and a weakness because you know sometimes origin stories work out especially like if it's a character we the general public literally has knows nothing about like like um Doctor Strange is going to be interesting Ant-Man was interesting I mean it it stood alone as a as an origin story Definitely, definitely Um, and he worked well with his little parts in Civil War but um, I think it's just how it it depends on like what the studio is trying to do the studio wants to tell a grand story they don't just want to tell a bunch of mini stories and be like yeah those are our characters like they want to tell the origin stories as quickly as possible and tell a grand story that leads to an ultimate Finale. Yeah, I really do think it's interesting that, you know, like, you're seeing, like, a, like TV is becoming more like movies, and, the, and Marvel's a great example of movies is really becoming more like television. <laughs> Again, for better or for worse, I, I think it's, for me, it was better in this instance because I had so much building up to this movie, and I've seen these characters in eight different films or whatever at this point, and I have such an emotional, to see them fight and fight for real reasons was, like, a, an emotional thing for me. Yeah, I don't know. I, building on this point of a million superheroes in one movie, we got to talk about this is not a spoiler, I don't think, but basically, like the airport scene, right? The airport, there's an airport fight. What? Sam's looking at me like, there were planes in that movie? <laughs> there was fighting? Yes! There was fighting. Um, <laughs> we talk about it because that's the scene where it has every superhero in it. Um, to me, that was one of the coolest fight scenes I've seen in, in not just superhero movies, but any movie in a long time. Like, I kind of just, I ran into the theater here just to watch that part. I actually, like, I was like, I gotta get a beer and watch this, because this is gonna be, you know, better with an Oberon in my hand. But, but, I don't know. You know, it's like, when that scene's on YouTube, I'm gonna watch it a lot. Um, did you guys have the same positive reaction to that, or do you think it was too much? No, I, I, I think that's the best scene in the movie. Well, maybe. Best action scene in the movie. Definitely. It was a lot of fun. Definitely. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. kind of fun. Um, and where this one succeeds and where I think Ultron failed and also Batman Superman failed is I felt that, and I got to give credit to the Russo brothers as directors here, the balancing of all of them is done so well. Where in Ultron, you're kind of like, oh, I haven't seen this person for a while. And like, just, you know, we get action whiplash because we're all over the place. Right, there. right. And in this one, it was very clear, concise. You knew where everyone was. You knew who was fighting who. You knew what everyone's powers were. And maybe a little credit to Josh Whedon for laying out those and how each character fights in a battle. But it was cohesive. It was smart. It was well done. And it was entertaining. Yeah. Mitch, airport scene. Agree on all those points. And I really liked how every character's abilities was showcased at the perfect amount of level. Everybody had a, like an equal amount of screen time that was a minor character. And we got to see different things that they could do. Um, they got to interact and like kind of joke around while yeah. fighting, which was kind of silly. And it, to the point, you know, to the very end of that scene, it was very like lighthearted because <laughs> nobody was trying to kill each other. No one's trying to kill each other. That's no one's trying yeah. to kill each other. And in the very end, it's like, it's like, ooh, you know. Yeah, it's right. A, it's, it's a, a bunch real... of friends that are like, you know, 
jerk, let's go see this. No, let's go see it's that. Like when you fight your brother, you know, you're just, you, you want to hurt him, but not too much. Yeah, right. <laughs> I always wanted to hurt him. Uh, yeah. I never <laughs> had any success. To win it. Yeah. yeah. We, we got to see Ant-Man become, you know, giant man. Yeah. Which, which, which was that a power that's a thing. that we yeah, 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 that's a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's basically the strongest superhero. <laughs> have, you guys, have, you, have, you guys seen, have you guys ever seen Honey, I Blew Up the Kid? You remember that? It was, it was, you know, like the opposite of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was a sequel. They make, they make a baby huge. What? Ultraman? No. Does that remind you of the Ant-Man? Huh. I think Ant-Man's been around since the 60s, hasn't he? Yeah, he was actually the first. The real first Avenger Ant-Man, actually, yes. Ooh. <laughs> it's true. That's Captain America movie. needs to um, sue you. <laughs> I, I thought that part was awesome. I loved Spider-Man when he was like, remember that really old movie? And, it, you know, if I read that line in the script, you know, remember that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? If I read that line in the script, I would be like, oh, God, this is ridiculous. But it, it worked. But it worked, and it was also what I was thinking about. I mean, I was, like, watching, like, <laughs> Ant-Man be giant man, and I was like, oh, my God, just take your harpoon and tow cable and go around the side of his legs and pull him over. Just, like... As long as Dak doesn't die, you're good. It's golden. <laughs> um, that being said, let's just Spider-Man. What do you think of you know this? There's, it's probably he's probably one of the most famous superheroes ever, and um, he's back in, a, in in back home at Marvel Studios. He was with Sony. Um, this is his first appearance. Tom Holland as Spider-Man. What do you guys think of Tom Holland's performance and his role in this film? Oh, different different feedback. Um, I thought that I thought like Tom get that down get that damn podcast out of here. <laughs> yeah. I thought uh, I thought Tom Holland was perfect. I um, I mean we can kind of separate the Tobey Maguire ones as their own thing. Andrew Garfield just throw him out. It doesn't matter. Uh, wow! <laughs> wow! Uh, Tom Tom Holland was it was perfect. He played that character well. It was like a mix of the really sarcastic like cool guy that Andrew Garfield tried to do. And the weird, awkward thirty-year-old that uh, Toby McGuire was. was yeah. <laughs> Back when thirty-year-olds played high school students, yeah. Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Um, Colin, what do you think of Spider-Man? Yeah, I mean, the last thing I wanted was more Spider-Man, and uh, as soon as he was on screen, and within you know seconds, I was like, okay. I'm ready, actually, for a new Spider-Man. I love hearing that from you, because you're, you're all against like the idea oh, yeah, that there's yeah. going to be another Spider-Man movie. And my favorite scene in the whole movie, I think, is when Robert Downey Jr. shows up to... Yeah, their chemistry Tom. is crazy. It's great, yeah. and it's almost like like his his genuine like feeling of, like, oh, my God, Tony Stark is like in my room. It's... it's it, Tony Stark is hitting on my hot aunt. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> what do you think of Marissa Tomei as Aunt May? That was really weird. <laughs> you, I, you think there's some strange... Oh, my God. Like, it was what? weird. Every look she gave to Tom Holland or Peter Parker, and it was just a very odd... I would be creeped out. <laughs> I would be super creeped out if Marissa Tomei was my aunt and she was giving me the looks she was giving yeah, but you know Tony she, Parker. But you know creeped out Marissa or turned Tomei. out, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> It was weird. I, I don't know. I think I did like the joke that they made, though. It was like, wow, I didn't know ants could get that young or whatever yeah, it was. Like. I saw some meme that, that Aunt May is Benjamin buttoning through all of the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah, I thought he was amazing. I thought, what about Black Panther, the other new edition? Oh, he was awesome. Colin, you my, had a lot of good things to say my about favorite, My favorite part, which is weird because it's like my favorite part of the movie, but also what I hate about this is like introducing him as a character in this Captain America movie. And it's kind of like, look what we got coming down the pipeline. It's <laughs> a Black Panther movie. movie. But he, um, what, gosh, I forget his name. Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. I thought was great at it. Bojack Horseman. He, Bojack Horseman. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman, Bojack Horseman. He was great. And that was a fantastic character. Well established. Love the costume, too. Oh, that is actually one of my favorite costumes I've seen. He looks so time. sweet. Um, What's that, Catherine? I said Santa Claus was my favorite part of the movie. Fierce, no, right? You have those same nails, Fierce. right? Fierce. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to read you. We get the comments. You get the, if I read them right away, you guys are going to leave. <laughs> I, I like the Black Panther a lot. Um, although, 
I enjoyed the the addition, or not addition, but the follow-up of Scarlet Witch. I felt like in Age of Ultron, we didn't get a lot of Scarlet Witch. She was perfect in this movie. Not only did she get to throw a man down to the mantle of the Earth's core, <laughs> but she also got to cook a man alive in a, like, spinning ball of fire for, like, a quick second. And then blew up a bunch of people. It was great. Oops. It was awesome. <laughs> you know, I'll say about Scarlet Witch, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, is that her name? Yeah. Um, she, I'm, I'm terrible The lesser known yeah. Olsen you, you brought up in the chat earlier, we have a group chat, that, um, that you thought her accent was, like, inconsistent as it was in Ultron. And I was like, no, Colin, it's not. But then I, I was watching it, and I was like, uh, I didn't even yeah, know what is Yeah, what are you? Are you, yeah. are you a Russian... American. Well, in Ultron, it's Slavic. so heavy. It's so heavy. Right. I mean, I prefer, it's so heavy. I, I, prefer, <laughs> I prefer this accent. I mean, <laughs> for my ears, I prefer, <laughs> I prefer this accent. Well, she's been living there for at least a year or so. But she's not. They don't. They don't grant visas to uh, to uh, weapons of mass destruction. That was my favorite line of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Iron Man's like, she's not even American citizen. They don't grant visas to weapons of mass destruction. Anyways, but you like the her new Americanized accent? Yeah, it was just, it was jarring for me to go from such a heavy Eastern European accent to a Eastern European ac accent that kind of just works its way in on some words. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she'll be fully American. She'll be yeah. Southern. It's like Princess Leia in the original Star Wars is like kind of British. In the, you remember that? And by the end of the movie, she's full on American because yeah, right. she's re she's rebelling against the Empire. Right. I think those were the pills. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a Carrie Fisher joke. Um, all right, uh, real quick, uh, we're gonna do Civil War MVP. Who who was it for you, Mitch? Oh, it, I already said it was Scarlet Witch and uh, Captain America's triceps and biceps. Uh, but, I love that he's 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 like, oh, I got the helicopter. And Bucky's Bucky, evil Bucky, is looking at him like, that's right. <laughs> yeah. He Use also switches arms. his grip. Yeah. Well, he, he's he's like, starts like this, and he's like, oh, let me show you. Yeah, he starts with an overhand, and then he's like, nope. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's yeah. that's the angle. Yeah. Right oh, there. that's you. He's like, I got a leverage yeah. here. Uh, but no, my MVP is the triple spinning kick. That like, I think every character does like a jumping spinning kick in this movie. And yeah, yeah, Black Panther. Yeah. It's more flashy for, yeah, sure. for sure. Which this is gets me so. Black Panther is my MVP. Yeah. I think clearly gets me so excited for the Black Panther movie is because his combat is so, like, you know... Choreographed. Panther-like? It's like actual <laughs> combat, not like, oh, let's yeah, bring yeah. down a building. Right, Like, right. with lasers and shit. Right. Sorry. Have that's you ever seen somebody fight like that before? <laughs> but, like, his combat seems real engaging. Um, yeah. I agree. So that he's I, definitely my MVP, Black well, Panther. Well, so my, my MVP is also Black Panther, but you guys are talking about the combat, and you're talking about the Chadwick Boseman performance, and, and you're talking about... Which, by the way, I'm going to ruin my baseball cred here, but I have not seen 42, where he plays Jackie Robinson. Um, <clears throat> um, but He also plays James Brown. <laughs> yeah, he also does play James Brown. I have not seen that either. But um, I just liked his character. I mean, he's the only character in the movie who like sits back and kind of like looks at everything. He's like, wait a second. Where do I really stand? He like makes a decision based on the experiences of the movie yeah. and changes at the end yeah. of the movie and it makes a lot of sense. You're like, oh, he's kind of wise. He's like, right. you know what, I'm not going to be as crappy as that dude. I'm going to be a better man. Yeah, that scene with the villain. Spoiler, that's kind of a spoiler, but no, whatever. No, let's not talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yes, but that, that was why he was my favorite. And, yeah, and I, I cannot wait. You guys know if you've listened to the podcast that my favorite film, we saw like 40 films last year. My favorite movie was Creed. Ryan Coogler, the writer and director of Creed, is writing and directing the Black Panther movie. I can't be more excited for that movie. I think it comes right. out next February. It's going to be awesome. So very into I'm that. extremely yeah. pumped. I'm excited. And before that was Ava DuVernay, and I was excited about right. that, I was too. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think Ryan Coogler is going to... I don't know, man. He, he's got I, it. I watch, I'm also watching, watching Fruitville Station, and... Well, and how that he guy's got it. How he handled combat in, in Creed, Creed, yeah. And now that we see Black Panther's combat style... Can't wait. How that's... Yeah. Because yeah. it's basically right. like MMA. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, sweet. I, I also really like the moment where... Captain America literally runs out of a like like flipping SUV. Yes, that was and, like awesome. full speed. He never breaks like a stride. Wait, what going. about when Bucky? Yeah, what about when Bucky grabs a, a moving motorcycle going the other way and turns it around? That was awesome. Um, so at the risk of being less PG, but I think it's funny. I just to be. Um, <laughs> 
the opposite of MVP. Who is your biggest Civil War boob? And I don't mean, um, you know, Scarlett Johansson. I mean, like, <laughs> like, 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 you know, like a boob. Like you call someone a boob. Like you're an idiot. Like who? What was the worst part for you? Vision. And Vision was your really definitely. I really, I really liked his sweaters. <laughs> yeah, I liked his sweaters too. I liked Vision. I like because I'm not, you know, I just I like that. Like when he misses, you know, he's perfect. And when he misses in that part and he hits. <coughs> No spoilers. When when he does the, he screws up. It's because he's kind of like you can tell he's into Scarlet Witch. Right. Yeah. And I I like like that emotion part where he's like I'm not just a robot. What does he say? He's like a momentary lapse or whatever. No. No, you don't like it. Well, I think it's mostly because I don't really know the character of Vision. So what I'm given is like Vision is basically a god. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And he just didn't use any of those powers. It was kind of the same in Ultron though. you can kind of just walk through people, and you know that's what's up. Well, it all it takes is a couple of Hawkeye arrows to stop him. Right? Yeah, right. Electrical wire thingies. <laughs> uh, my, I uh, yeah, not your... joking aside, Scarlett Johansson's character Black Widow did kind of bother me because she, through the past like four movies, she's flipped sides on who she's like favoring, like numerous, you know, in every movie. That's true. I want to see her, I am waiting for a standalone Black Widow movie. Me too, yeah. I, and it's, them, I think it's just bullcrap that um, we don't get one, it's or silly. we're not going to get one. It's silly at this point. I, she think, is in I every, still think yeah. it's going to happen. She I, is in every, what's up? Yeah, yeah it's in the works. Foggy did say that they're, they're like, they're considering it, right? It's yeah. lost in translation. Yeah, like, let's make let's make a hundredth Superman movie and not give like one of the most popular actresses like her right. own movie. Like, she's in every single one. <laughs> well, and also you know, female like you know, you got your Hunger Games, you got your Rogue One coming in, and then Star Wars. I mean, female lead in action movies are really popular right now. It seems like a. <laughs> Michael's like no, My, but, and not to dog on not to dog on the, the the very little amount of female parts in this movie, but Emily Van Camp's Sharon Carter in this film was not. It's not her fault. I just thought she was so shoehorned into this movie. She was the only character that felt like she, that didn't belong. And I know everyone loves the part where they kiss and there's the jokes made in the backseat and stuff, but... The, the, you don't yeah, know who she spoiler. kisses. Sorry. Yeah, you don't know who she kisses, Captain America, but whatever, you know? It's not a big spoiler. No, because I have to say that. I have to say that because it honestly, it honestly, it honestly seems like they threw that in the movie to be like... Look, he likes girls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Yeah. It seemed like... Yeah. It, it seemed like... Yeah, I mean, you know... He does love Bucky. He yeah. and Bucky love each other, but not yeah. like that. Not like, like, you know, Sharon Carter. So that was my least favorite part of the movie. Um, well, uh, hold on. I do want to point out my least favorite part was the convenience of a random roadside camera in 1991. On, the, on like the side of the street in the middle of the woods. Um, I thought that that was weird. Um, I'm not gonna spoil it because it's a major point in the movie, but like I guess in, the ni- in 1991, uh, random streets that go through woods, like winding roads through woods, have cameras along the it side of them. It was perfectly yeah. played too. Yeah. yeah, and you know, if that, can- if that video exists, why is, how did nobody else know about it? And how does Tony Stark now like, oh, I'm mad because I guess everybody seemed to think that it was a car accident, but there's this video exists, so how did nobody know? Like, it was, oh, it was What's Hydra. That? It's a superhero logic. It was the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, I did take it, yeah. Is it set up for that to happen then? Like at that specific... Oh yeah, yeah, they got him. It's a, it's a little precise, but but it don't really explain but, that. But Bucky but. is waiting at a certain point to get them, right? Right. 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 Yeah. Um, let's get to some. There's a lot of VHS tapes in that camera. <laughs> Just waiting for that to come up. <laughs> let's uh, let's do some of the. You guys, thanks for these comments. Great. Yeah. If you guys want to come up and yell into this mic, you can do that too. Right. If you want to read it. Or you can talk. Feel free to interject, guys. I'm going to read your comments. Burke. Burke writes in. Burke says, I was a fan. I like the social commentary on trading freedom for security. I also enjoy the introduction of the new characters. Burke, what was your favorite new character? Was it Black Panther or Spider-Man? Or Ant-Man if you haven't seen it. It was Black Panther for me. Okay. Because of the claws? It was the claws that got you? 
Uh, I, I also agree that it was one of the best cast games. Yeah. I'm just also a really big Chapman Bowser fan. So you have you're not a you're not a you're a real baseball fan. You've seen Forty Two. I have. Yeah. <laughs> is everything it should be? It is better. Uh, Forty Two is really good. Yeah, I gotta get on there. The sequel's coming. Forty Three. Forty Three. Movie Forty Three. That did that. That came out. It was very. It was very unpopular. Yeah. Uh, Catherine. Huge fan of Black Panther. Retractable claws. And sick statue of the the well, spoilers. There's a statue that's kind of cool in this movie. In the we also wrote you, we had, we had people write down things that they're also recommending. Um, Catherine, you recommended Veep. You think Veep's always good? Is that I don't I'm so behind it. Is that on its is that yeah. on a current season? Yes, right now? it is right now. It's the best. In an election year? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yep. Michael Cutler. This is this gentleman sitting in the audience here, and I gotta say, he's been he's been a big critic of anything not Christopher Nolan superhero. What did he think? He says it was good. <laughs> but, Michael, I got I, I love. No 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 no. Because I, uh, I like I like your your uh, I like the the grammar here. Yeah, best in quotes Avengers, type movie by far. That it was it we was it is it up there with your favorite superhero movie? No, but not at all. They're completely different. I, it's all these movies that are like Avengers type, DC, Superman. Like besides the Dark Knight, everything's super forced and just trying to put as many superheroes in one movie as possible. As much as I loved that fight scene and like like to see like Spider Man was great. Paul Rudd was amazing in this movie. I heard you laugh. But <laughs> I, I, nothing takes, like, look, I love the X-Men. I loved First Class. I loved Days of Future Past. And none of these movies ever come close to that. And people loved, loved uh, Winter Soldier. And I just, did, I just didn't get it. I didn't get why people liked it. It was like one of those things that's like, I feel like people are like, yeah, just kidding. It wasn't that good. Like, ha, we got you. But, like, I, I'm waiting for it. Okay, Michael also doesn't like Kendrick Lamar, and he recommended Friends. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen any good. Um, we have, we have uh, Debbie Do Donner. <laughs> Debbie, no, it says it says Donner. It's like Debbie Donner of Justice. I don't know what is this. This is for sure not Sam. Uh, what did you think of Civil War? Debbie writes uh, one. <laughs> was the airport scene the Marvel equivalent of a one-one soccer tie? I guess I guess it was. I'm not a fan of soccer. Well, no, but I mean, like, I thought I was gonna eat my words when Don Cheadle hey, hey. did stuff. So you want? Okay, so this is a big question. I think a lot of people have like, should there have been more consequences? Like people. Right, yes. In the end, it was like when when that fight started, you were like, guys, really, is anything gonna happen? And for a split second, I thought the end. But in the end, it. But in reality, it was like. No, he's cool. He's no, fine. No, the guy, he's good. The next scene is, please, don't even think that something bad's going to happen. He's, he's going to be all right. Right. I think... Uh, no, I, I totally agree. I think I kind of there agree. should have been finality in that scene. I agree, but I also think throwing in finality to a, a famous character is a real kind of cheap way of like being like, this is important because someone died. You know what I mean? Well, like, I, need a, I need a bigger reason for Tony Stark to hate... Captain America, I like mean, they're, they're having this big. Well, you get that. Well, I thought it was going to be final face-off, and nothing serious happened. Nothing of consequence happened. I, I have a feeling. Well, I, I have a feeling you'll get you'll get you'll get that in the in the championship. In the next five movies. Yeah, you will. <laughs> you'll get. Yeah, you'll you get. also. Um, okay, I can't read that. And you're recommending Silicon Valley. Great. Adam. Also an amazing show. Adam. Adam felt like uh, we were just going through the Marvel usual motions for the first half, but ended up loving it the way it was all brought together at the end. Ant-Man, Black Panther, and Spider-Man were the highlights for Adam. Adam, I agree. I was actually sitting, like, I felt like until I got to the airport scene, I was like, this is okay. But I, I appreciated how it kind of all tied back in. Like, that really, like, at the end of the movie, I was like, oh. Like, I thought, it was, I don't know about you, 
and not to spoil too much, I thought it was going in one direction, kind of a Batman versus Superman direction, where like they're gonna have a common enemy, and that's why they're gonna fight. I thought that was gonna happen. Did you guys? <laughs> Say that on here for that one. Yeah, say <laughs> that on your breath like, at a microphone. Because I, that's like a, because they definitely. No. I was watching it. It's a red herring. They really want you to believe right. that. And there's I, a lot of time I thought that was going to happen. That. I also thought that they were going to be like, let's not fight. Your your mom's name is Martha too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't Tony Stark's mom's name Martha? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was. Is, yeah. I think it was. Honest it to God. Because was it? Maria, uh, Martha, close. Uh, same difference. Close, close. Um, fact checker, Aiden, did you write something? Uh, I did not. I that. Aiden, Aiden's in behind me. You're a, you're a, um, uh, a Marvel aficionado. What did just what are your quickly? What were your thoughts on the film in general as a big Marvel comics fan? As a big Marvel comics fan, I thought that this film completely blew the comics event out of the water. I did not care for it at all. Um, one problem, though, I did not like the fact that um, Cap Sh what happened with Panther and Cap Shield, because it just draws attention to the fact. Can I, is this a spoiler? You like, mean when he you mean when he scratched it? Is yeah. that what you're okay, so he yeah. scratched Captain America's shield, but yeah, but Captain America's shield traditionally is made out of vibranium and a steel alloy, right. and so it's stronger than traditional vibranium. So. Panther shouldn't be able to scratch it, and I think that kind of oh, makes the shield less of an allegory, not an allegory, symbol for Captain America. Right, you know, being indestructible in his ideology and nothing like it else on the planet, you know, because he's America, the only yeah, super soldier right. that's actually worked. Right. But yeah, that's just, I love the mo movie. That was just a little. Nitpick, but no, that's, that's an interesting yeah. nitpick. Yes, I think you're the only one Zane, who would our bartender, draw yes. that conclusion. My question is, um, so my question is, uh, why did Agent Barton or Hawkeye come to the aid of Captain America? Like, what kind of obligation did he feel to help Captain America? That's an interesting uh, he's question. He's getting bored on the golf course, as they, <laughs> as they <laughs> established. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Ed? There was a Cut scene in Civil War. Winter Soldier, where um, they were supposed to, where uh, Steve and Natasha go to Clint and ask him to help with Bucky and, um, you know, what's going on with Hydra. And he has his own reasons for doing it, and I can't help but feel that that would have helped tie in with the relationship like between Cap like and Clint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, with uh, Asia Vulture when he tosses Cap the shield, I've just... It just it feels like they have a dichotomy to them where they have this relationship where they that seems like it was something that's been done before. So right. it just that's a good question. I don't. I, it's not explained in the movie really. Yeah, Wait. So is, I think that's kind of, yeah. Is Agent Romanov? <laughs> is she with? Bruce Banner, uh, Steve <laughs> Rogers, or is she with uh, Michael? Shooty Arrow guy. You, 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 quick, what do you think? There's a reason for yeah, there's a huge, they, why they is Hawkeye? Kind of, they kind of talk about it in general for all characters, meaning um, Iron Man and Captain America, and the aspect that they like doing this. They want to be there. That's the whole point. Is that he's bored. That he like Hawkeye's like I, I have to come back where. Captain America like says he's like I didn't have, like I didn't have a choice or something like but they're like well or I didn't want to do it he's like yeah you did you definitely right. wanted to right and the same Jeremy Renner is used to that role he was in the Hurt Locker so that's right good good fit right good. in yeah I guess he was just bored he was just bored <laughs> I I have a question where was Nick Fury. There this seems actually, like Fury's bread and butter. Yeah, I would like to know to his like opinion get on with the, the bureaucracy. <laughs> you know that's what? Going I think he's uh, earned it to be on the golf course himself. Yes, yeah. but like this is like concerning his people. <laughs> he's, like, he's off airing out his eye hole. Aiden, Aiden thinks it's a contract thing. He's got to fit it. <laughs> You're probably right. That's it's probably so it. frustrating. That is just like sacrificing like your story for Adam. Quick, quick question. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta roll out here. A, a little bit. Because I feel like yeah. Zemo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A yeah, little maybe, bit. Yeah. But, but at the same time, I really liked 
that he wasn't some all-powerful, um, you know, demigod. He was just a random guy who had a purpose, and he was mad. And he wanted to destroy the, the Avengers. You're, you're right. There could have been more exposition, because when he's listening to, like, voicemails or something, I didn't put those two things together. That that was his family. Right. But, um, but I'll say, watching it again, I was like, oh, man, that's emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sympathized with him. <laughs> I'm also very tired of the, I know we're trying to wrap up here, yeah. the innocent bystander thing now really becoming common yeah. in the, in superhero movies. We kind of got it in Iron Man 2, which was forever ago, with Mickey Rourke's character wanting revenge. We got it in Avengers. We got it in Batman's Superman. I know it's different universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And can this be it? Like, I, I'm, I'm sick of. Well, it's a... It's a theme we see in the real world. But so. it's played out. You know, it's played out. You know what I'm sick of in, in, in not just superhero but movie conventions is when someone shoots an arrow and someone else goes, you missed, and the arrow shooter goes, yeah, you thought so, and something behind them blows up. I'm so sick of that. Uh, but I love the Case movie. Closed. I love the movie. All right, let's wrap up here because Zane's got to go and we got to get out of here. Hey, everyone. Thanks for showing up and watching us do a podcast. That's crazy. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, there's not a lot of that going on in Michigan right now, but we're doing it. I want to thank MJR for letting us do this. Zane, thanks for giving us our beer. Kevin Walsh, thanks for doing audio. Thank you. Seriously, thank you. this is amazing. Yes, yes thank this you. Is happening. Uh, Liz, thanks for doing the graphics and the shirts. We got shirts. If anyone wants shirts, we have shirts. We're going to give Zane a shirt. Yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll see you guys. Listen to us next week on the World Wars Filmcast. We're going to do another movie. Cue the music. Uh, Thank you. Pan? We are not doing pan. Music. Got it. been a woodwardsdetroit.com production your detroit avenue to alternative pop culture talk 